the incomparable. Number 594 December 2021 Welcome back, everybody. It's the most wonderful time of year. This is The Incomparable. And I am your host, Nicholas Myra. That's a, that's actually a false name. You see, St. Nicholas was known for uh, being the patron saint of soldiers and merchants, but also giving people uh, surprise gifts, which is why he's the source of Santa Claus. I take saints as my aliases, uh, for reasons because i am jason snell and this is kilmus and we watched the saint from 1997 a film starring val kilmer who we honor every year until we run out of movies uh with kilmus our holiday a special incomparable holiday joining me and uh drinking from the eggnog or whatever type of nog is appropriate for kilmus are the following wonderful people david j lore hello Ah, you are mistaken, Jason. My name is Bruno Hassenpfeffer. Mm -hmm. I was named for a saint who is the patron saint of Australia, as you can tell from my accent. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's about right. Gene McDonald is is also here. It is uncanny. Hi, Gene. (laughs) Hi, hi, Jason. And I'll be drinking some of that Chateau Lafitte or whatever Mm -hmm. uh, for however many thousand pounds. Two Two bottles. Dan Morin is also here. Hello, Dan. Do you like it, Jason? What do you love about it? <laughs> Moises Chuyan joins us. Uh, hello. What what accent are you doing tonight? Uh, I don't know what are you talking about or doing an accent. I'm Erasmus uh, of, uh, of, uh, of Formia in modern day Italy, and this is just how I talk. I see. And Aline Sims is also here. Hello. We're going to fight so much about this movie, I can already tell. <laughs> it's just, just, we're just going to fight. I don't know. No. Uh, I, don't know. I guess that does happen know. at the holidays. I guess, I guess it does. <laughs> All guess, families fight during yeah, the holidays. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Saint, 1997. It is a 1990s espionage thriller. And boy, mm. is it <laughs> in all the it, ways it, it espionages is. all the thrills up and down. <laughs> This is an August occasion because, you know, the, the show has covered name, Real name Genius, your favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you, finally, David. Finally, the show <laughs> is covering Dan Morin's favorite movie. F- favorite is a strong word. Let's be clear. <laughs> I mean, let's, it's right, not right, Hudson Hawk. Right. Hudson we're getting Hawk this is, out of the, yeah. yeah, we're getting this out of the way up front. Is this a good movie? It's not a good movie. But do yeah. I have a soft spot for this movie? Yeah. I deeply have a soft spot for this movie. Yeah. And I can I saw it in the theaters uh, as a seventeen year old. And let me tell you, that is square in the like nineteen nineties teenage uh-huh. like that hits you right right there. That is I was the target demographic. I mm-hmm. saw it in the theater as a twenty six year old. And I walked out really angry. Yeah, again. the uh, the now now f- we're not gonna we're not gonna get into the details of the Saint franchise mostly because I don't care. <laughs> um, I will say that um, I had never seen this movie before uh, this week, so I, I went in cold uh, for Kilmus as you as you sometimes have to. And uh, I, Dan, I can see why you were fond of this movie. Mm-hmm. I I find it, I don't know, it's like an it's like an, a really ugly dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's Where, the ugliest dog it's in the ugliest, ah. yeah and yeah and so you're like oh you're you're oh but you're <laughs> but i can't help but pet you right like there's something about you that's like oh look at you he's really trying to get that bone or whatever it's i don't know how to say it but it's it's kind of like that so i i see i see what you're doing there see and i i won't i won't go into detail about the whole history of the saint but I will say. Thank you. No, I told you not no, to. No, 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 no. No, hang on. <laughs> hang on. I think you guys would love the history of the saint because you love capers and heists. And mm. this is not really either a caper or a heist. It's a bad spy film, which is fine. And if if it's just divorced from the whole saint, if you go in without any knowledge of the saint, you can go, hey, it's, you know, a mediocre pseudo Tom Clancy thing from the mm-hmm. 90s. It's fine. And if you go in with any knowledge of the saint, you go, oh, that was horrible. Yeah, we have to we have to acknowledge that Philip Noyce directed the two Harrison Ford Jack right, Ryan yeah. movies uh, in the it's 90s before. It's covering which, a cloth with those. Uh, it is. Not it great. is. That's that's it, it should. It should essentially be Cardinal of the Kremlin. Yeah, it might as well be. Yeah. Saint, named after Saint Cardinal. No, wait a second. <laughs> it was a. Yeah. I was. 
I always wanted to say there was a great, um, you know, I'll find a link for this for you, Jason, but there was a really uh, long piece that was being passed around a few weeks ago about the the so-called dad thriller of the like, oh, 80s and 90s. yeah. <laughs> it, which, and, and I thought it was really excellent because it codified a lot of movies that I saw and yep. enjoyed in that era uh-huh. despite being a teenager. Uh, and this is definitely in that, in that realm. It also, so I've got a... I was I was 14 when this movie came out. Mm-hmm. Um I I did not have a lot of celebrity crushes growing up, but I <laughs> did have a massive celebrity crush on Val Kilmer. Merry Kilmer to you. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um <laughs> I will say I still kind of have a crush on 1990s Val Kilmer. It's great um hair. Yeah, <laughs> and, well, I mean, I I didn't know that you were going to say Val Kilmer. I thought you were going to say Radish Urbatica, but you know, Val I Kilmer was going to say Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, yeah oh. she's pretty, but oh, yeah. but like, yeah. so oh, so yeah. I'll take that. Yep. Yeah. You know, this it, there are a lot of nostalgia points for me for this because I worked in I, I grew up in a very very tiny tiny town. And I occasionally worked in a video store, and instead of paying me, they gave me free video rentals. <laughs> and I rented wow. The Saint with my free video rentals oh. a lot because Val Kilmer <laughs> is very pretty in it, and he's got a really nice smile. And even now, I watched this with my husband um, last night, and much like Jason, he had never, ever seen it before, d- hadn't even heard of it. And even 24 hours after watching it with him, I'm still thinking about Val Kilmer's smile because <laughs> it was so pretty. Aline, you can look at that man doing what he tells you is a South African accent. <laughs> you kind of believe it is yeah, a South yeah, African yeah, yeah. accent, and even though what is coming later. out of his mouth sounds nothing no. like it's it's you tell I, people who've never met someone from South Africa that it's South African and they're like, oh, that's not an accent I've I get, heard. Yeah. I guess I'll take your word for it. Yeah. South African. It's a little weird. It's not quite British. It's not quite, you know, like, it's oh, not quite I guess Dutch. that could be it. It's, you know, I have an accent and dialect coach friend. This movie actively makes her angry. Mm-hmm. She's I, just like, I, this is a, yeah. a crime against that's one of the and, and you see, And this is this is how it's all about how you view it, because I can mm-hmm. uh, at, at simultaneously think i am sure that every dialect coach hates this movie <laughs> and yet i kind of loved how He's bizarre so and terrible He's the, so charming it, 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 it the i mean what i wrote down the line that i think qualifies so much of what's in the saint is the many wigs accents and saints of val kilmer <laughs> that's because it's so many wigs so many accents most of them not very good and uh and then uh he's got a saint for every occasion and that's his little uh quirk and i mean jack palance was right confidence is sexy he carries it off because he's like oh, i am south well, african it sure. is it is a little top secret like in that way right yes. where it's the <laughs> well, it is the best nick rivers it's the best feature of val kilmer I would say, since this is Kilmus, I will just throw this out there. I think he is by far at his best when he is arrogant, overconfident, but also extremely talented. I think you put those all together and you're like, oh, I hate this guy, but he's pretty good at what he does, right? Like that. And and this movie <laughs> has that same kind of Swagger. kind of exactly that you see in in especially in Top Secret. But you know, there's a little bit of that real genius in some other movies of his too, but you especially see it there. And I think that's his best his best quality is that little sparkle of like, uh, am I getting away with this? <laughs> the best I mean to me to me the the funny part is like, you know, we we get told like he's oh yeah, He's master of disguise. He's so good. He can pass him off of mm. diff- different characters. And the scene where he meets, he, he goes to work for uh, uh, Tradiac, you know, in the, uh, he meets him in the train station. They're like, it's the guy, it's right? Totally it's like, guy. It's, it's totally it's yeah. the guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, all right, so you're, yeah, your disguises, not as good as you think they are. But like, I love that he's so game. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to put it on anyways. I just like it. I like doing this. I'm just going to do thing. a German <laughs> accent now, even though you know it's me, because why not? <laughs> it's, it's like when you have somebody who is maybe not the best cook, but is like really enthusiastic yep. about what they make. And it's like, you know, this isn't like technically amazing, but like I can tell that you loved this and you made this like because you were excited about it. Honor their enthusiasm. technically edible, so I will finish chewing. <laughs> hmm. now, now, I will say the whole um, using saints' names as aliases is is one of those things that's clever the first time you think of it and they keep coming back to it. And yet in the theater, I'm sitting there going, that's a pattern that anyone who looks those names up is going to be like, Hey, wait a second. But they I didn't get, have they Google. 
And, you know, well. Yeah, but that, that is a plot point, right? Because it is a plot point. She was smart enough thing. to figure well, it out. She knows everything. But I, I, so, I thought you were going to go a different, like, uh, a different yeah. place there, David, which is it starts off and you're like, oh, I get it. And then it keeps happening. It's that, it's that joke, repeated joke thing where it keeps happening. And you're like, all right, all right. And by the time he's done it for the fifth time, you're like, okay, movie. <laughs> well, and, and <laughs> what I watched names. it with my mother, you know, she being a Catholic theologian, the two of us are sitting there going, Martin DePoris, Charles Borromeo, Thomas More, and we're just trying—we're just getting more and more hysterical yeah. every time because, like, how many more yeah. saint names are you going to bring up? This is—I don't know if it's good, but it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yeah, if you look at this as Nick Rivers in the present day, it works. It's great. Yeah. Now, ten minutes or whatever into this, I would like to make an opening statement. Oh just. yes. <laughs> well, kill us. We do it a little differently. But yeah. uh, but now the traditional there's the traditional ten minutes of chaos followed we, by the we opening have statements. The nog. It's all the nog. <laughs> it's the, it's the nog. Gene, please, an opening Thanks. statement. I I was interested. I, well, I I look forward to Kilmis every year, and I wanted to celebrate. As we all do. Um, and I chose uh, you know, watching the Saint because I loved the Saint show when I was a kid, and it was a. You know, I know we're not going into the show itself, but I was excited to see the saint and and at you know not even at the end of the movie, like through twenty five percent of the way into it, I thought, "This is are you kidding me?" And, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I thought, "Weren't we doing a different movie for rocket surgery?" So mm. what? What, <laughs> what is the that show? That was all in def- That's all in deference to Dan. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, no, I I'll, see, and I'll I could see it. why Dan, I could see, you know, no, totally, when you said Dan likes it, I was like, oh, of course, of course, he's the mm-hmm. spy man, he'll mm-hmm. like it, and I, but I like spies too, but I, I don't like their really weird, uh, you know, attempts at uh, winning women see, over. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I think the the difference between, and maybe this is a flop house kind of distinction of a good bad movie and a bad mad movie, but I was thoroughly entertained by this movie. Honestly, I really was. <laughs> but some portion of that entertainment was me just shaking my head and being like, "Really? Okay, all right." <laughs> you know, yeah, it's to- it's yeah. totally a good bad movie. I I can go every, along with that. Every time I looked over at Justin, he was doing this microscopic head shake. It was just like <laughs> the <laughs> smallest, yep. just tiniest back and forth. Uh, okay. Like, yep. Yep. What am I doing? And. Gene, your point. Um, I think if I were watching this for the first time now, I would be just absolutely like bashing it. Like I think, yeah, it just there's just so much nostalgia in it because, like, like I said, it got a lot of teenage points. (laughs) No, I mean that that's that's how I am about you know certain people too. And then you watch the much later, and you go like, oh. I'm I'm com- uncomfortable. Yeah, this that is how really many creepy. times yeah, I yeah. watched this back yeah. in the Yeah, I, I that is definitely where I came down in this, which is like I liked it a lot, I watched it a lot, and rewatching it's like, yes, I'm still entertained with a lot of it, but yeah, there's a lot of parts where it's like I realize how much of that, like Aline was saying, is tied up in the nostalgia. I mean, there was like a solid several years where one of my friends and I who took high school Russian together would just occasionally mm-hmm. just go, Friends. Countrymen, Countrymen. <laughs> yeah, all the time. I all I don't have time. nostalgia for this movie, but I have obviously nostalgia for this period. Like like when in our episode about Last Action Hero, it's the same kind of thing where it's like I know what kind of movie this is. I saw right. a lot of this kind of movie, the dad thrillers, '90s dad thrillers, if you will. And so this is like a '90s dad thriller I'd never saw before. But I know the genre, so I'm like, oh yeah, like bring it, bring me back to the to the era of these kinds of movies, which we watched a lot of. Did we like them? Mm-hmm. Eh, maybe were they good? Mm, maybe not. Uh, but but I have fondness for that, and it was kind of fun to go take the time machine back and see. Also, like the a very particular '90s movie thing is the we really really want to do a Cold War story, but the Cold War ended and we yes, don't know what yeah. to do. And this movie <laughs> is the most that of any the movie. Evil capitalists are taking over Russia because they kind of yeah. want to go oh, back. Oh yeah, to the I, I love that moment where where they're like, I can give you a billion, half a billion dollars, and the son of an olig a Russian oligarch is like. Meh, not really that interested with that and i'm like that is accurate right there that is- 
Yeah, like, wouldn't it be shocking if a, if a former KGB strongman took over Russia yeah, right? or were trying to take over Russia? That couldn't in any way uh, lead a direct line to where we find ourselves today. Yeah, I remember. I, too, remember when Vladimir Putin invested in Cold Fusion. Mm-hmm. It was really embarrassing for him. <laughs> yeah, he, he invested in Dreamweaver, and that was that was that was where he went wrong. He, he invested in the wrong uh the wrong to be deprecated macromedia software. So I did have to mm-hmm. laugh at the in totally involuntary, given that this was 25 years ago, uh, comment about like when they asked the, the physicist when he was last paid and he says Ukrainian independence day. And I was like, that joke <laughs> is strangely timely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Very much. I, I, I the whole uh, Russian I, I, again too. It's like, well, you, maybe you shouldn't do Russia, but like, Oh, but cold war plots are the best plots. You're like, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, and it's but, like, you know, I, you know, we've had the Mission Impossible films since then, and there's, is it Ghost Protocol, the the one that starts off where he's in the Russian prison, yes. and he does the escape, yes. and, and, and the then Kremlin. there's all, the, and the Kremlin, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I kept that, that thinking of that. Much later. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I kept yeah. thinking of that as I was watching this this time, yeah. and going- Because well, he also dresses oh! up as a guy with a gray mustache at one point, Tom Cruise, and does all the, I mean, so this movie came like, what, a couple years after Mission Impossible, the original. The first one, yeah. Which is why these clearly the disguise thing is all like, oh, we could do masks that he pulls off all the time. That was great in Mission Impossible. And it's literally, uh, apparently Kilmer was the one who kept pushing for more and more disguises and Paramount, which produced both of them, was yeah. like, no, 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 we, we don't want to do that because we've got this one over here that's, you know, good. And mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm watching <laughs> this this time and going, oh, Ghost Protocol is the good version of this. Okay. Because it, it really is. It's crackling. Everything in that, the whole Russia sequence in that is is great. And this is very well, slow and you can, leisurely. You, and we, we can talk about that movie during eh. Cruise. 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 There you go. Mm. Mm. Um, the, but the, the, <laughs> so this, this movie uh, begins with a scene in uh a an orphanage the, the most the it's oh. the most evil parochial school yeah. in existence oh, apparently i hated the yeah orphanage. everybody's got a everybody's got a, a a saint name um but one one chooses to rebel uh and i'm like okay here's an origin story it's fine and then then the girl falls off and dies <laughs> and i thought uh yeah she fell off that ledge directly into a refrigerator what <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we very quickly move to Russia and we get uh, some gadgets. We got we got a uh, uh, he's in a he's in a like a black suit. He's got a familiar knife because it was from the uh, from the opening scene. There is a uh, he it, it's all going well until the guy who wants some cocaine and his watch, please. That is very <laughs> mm-hmm. 90s. His cocaine you watch. watch. You open it up. You got your cocaine. Uh, That's how it works. He notices this, but he's got that. It's a temperature match suit because these aren't lasers like in Mission Impossible. They're their temperature detectors. Anyway, he's got a safe cracking gadget and he's trying to get the, a thing that looks like a SIM card and he fakes an Australian accent, but, uh, but the, the, which leads to the great moment where it's like, Oh, I dropped it. And then that means that the guy has to pick it up and then he kicks them and they, and they do a fight and, and, uh, and then there's a, there's a, a scene where there's lots of running around and he jumps yeah, off the building. Let's, wait, let's not forget the best single best part of that is he jumps off the building and while in midair peels off his fake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> for no that, apparent and, and reason that is that is a move <laughs> it's something to this do on the way down that you thought uh, you yeah. thought this mustache was completely authentic guess what it wasn't a little uh reset it's just a little mental refresh for when he hits bottom that he's gonna have to uh get going. i'm no longer mustache guy no <laughs> now i'm now i'm uh i'm gonna get i'm gonna give a bottle of vodka to that uh guy wandering around in the kremlin and i'm gonna i'm i'm roaming homeless guy and then suddenly oh i'm a photographing tourist yep sure. yeah sure that's his move his superpower is disguises it's not accents it's disguises let's be clear <laughs> yeah i i just I, I i don't know like i've certainly seen many movies where whatever the people are doing is not really plausible but this one i was like actively going like where did he get that from you know where did he like get how did he get like that entire like get up or that bottle of vodka for any you know for whatever seems he he conjures things out of thin air so he's just really prepared off screen yeah he had all those things lined up beforehand he had a guy dressed like him uh Mm -hmm. wandering around the the red square you know just so that he could (laughs) 
swap him in. That was that was part of the plan. I did like he uh, he scrutinized at the airport, but if you put the chip in the uh, the lady's neck necklace, uh, we get that yeah, scene. Emily where... Mortimer's necklace. Yeah, oh, very young Emily Mortimer. <laughs> oh, and I didn't he, even Emily Mortimer, her. Russian yeah. expat. And he leaves leaves her. I I just want to point out he leaves her with a kiss and a rose. Like that yeah. Batman movie that Val Kilmer was in, <laughs> right? Because this is, this is very much, or was that the George Clooney? I, it doesn't matter. He was in a Batman movie, and this is very much. No, 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 no. It was his. It, it was, was, it was his. Very yeah. much Okay, his. so it's it, it's the it, this is that era of Val Kilmer, which is hey, he I was Batman. I love the idea that Val Kilmer insisted that be like written into every script. No, no, no. This is how it works. Whenever I leave in the morning, I give them a kiss, kiss and a rose. rose. It's my move. It's, I've got a whole kiss and a rose on the thing. gray. It's, a whole thing. it's the Kilmer cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Now, and sp- speaking speaking of that song, and the, uh, jumping ahead a moment, I'm so glad there, we're speaking of that love, song. Excellent. There, there's a love scene that the song underscoring it is about as far from kiss from a rose in terms of goodness as humanly <laughs> possible. Uh, and I think, I think if they had just licensed kiss from a rose, what, I think it might've saved. And what song scene. is that Moises? I, I don't even remember the name of the song, but it was like, it, it's, it sounded like there was mumbling in the background. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know. And I recognize that song. Very uh, confusing. Underground six yeah. or something. Yeah. It and, was super and, weird because on my surround sound, it started playing in the back. I was like, is, is there something else in my living room yeah, playing no, music right someone's now? They, they play, ringing? they play the music, uh, th- that song, which is a, I think a minor hit song from the nineties. And then the score rises up and then the song continues, which is mm, maddening. It's absolutely Ooh. true. I want to now talk mm-hmm. about another very key part of this movie, which is the 90s technology. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an Apple product placement movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Val Kilmer's got a power book. He's doing lots of he's doing lots of good with that power book. It's from it's the era where Jason. It, well, he's running that. Yeah, he's running the, that appearance. That's high tech appearance mm-hmm. that you could get in OS eight. Um, uh, to do his various decoding and stuff, uh, copying things from the notepad and faxing. He's got a smart. He's got a smartphone. Important faxing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he does a lot of faxing. So yeah, I was uh, wondering about like that's before Page Sender from Smile Software. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this predates that. This is the magic uh, special high tech Mac OS fax <laughs> thing that happens here. Now, if if you were to show a 16 year old, this movie and what he refers to calling a fax as page sending, that would make more sense to that kid yeah. than calling it a fax. Um, let's see what else there. There's so the anyway, phone. The, the, the phone, the smartphone. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That is amazing. It's so amazing. Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. I think Pierce Brosnan had one very similar to that in tomorrow never dies that he drives his BMW with, but like, I love that it flipped up. So it had a little keyboard and yeah. you could type it's in very and, futuristic yeah. high tech. I, I remember I did, I did being it. really like, you know, because this was before the era of everybody having a cell phone. Mm-hmm. It was definitely before I had a cell phone. And I remember being like really envious of that whole situation. Like that was very future. That was very future. Definitely the best part of that is when he makes fun of the guy for using the wrong side of the phone. <laughs> it's like, is it? it's not <laughs> obvious. I mean, no. it's, it's a weird looking phone. So. We mentioned that that meeting that they have at the at, at uh, Tempelhof in, in Berlin, uh, where he's meeting with the Russian and his son, and uh, they know that like it's him, right, and all that, and they're like, "Well, there's this nu- nuclear scientist you need to meet." Uh, uh, you know, she's and I thought, oh, you know, this is just like what is it? Tomorrow never dies, where the 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 romantic interest is a nuclear scientist no, who has it's the, uh, the world is not world enough. is not enough no. okay it's a it's a bad bomb movie anyway it's a very bad bomb um the the i'm like of course yes the romantic uh, subplot is the is the nuclear scientist the beautiful nuclear scientist who's going to save the world or destroy it we don't know yet but this is the scene that has i i, I love it i kind of love it it's yeah, it's the mo- it's, it's the moment where the where the the bad guy of the movie turns to his son and they're like, I love this guy. He's I hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> we have to kill him. But I, I'll feel bad about it because he's awesome. Both the scene where he says, I've got to talk to my employer. And he just sits down next to the random woman. The, the and lady. Talking, yeah, I love talking that Talking to them, which is hilarious. Also, Ilya, the son in this scene, has real like Judd Nelson in Breakfast Club vibes with the hair. <laughs> yep. Love yeah, it so Too bad much. we have to kill him. But, uh, too bad. 
And so off to England where he puts on maybe inexplicably, but he puts on the bald with the comb over kind of thing and the weird teeth and the glasses. uh, Because he, because he thinks she's going to be a much older. Yes. That's, that's what is revealed is that, is that he's trying to charm a, a, an old lady with his. Yeah. That would work. So what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Because old ladies don't like uh, hot. Hot Val Kilmer. No, no, no. No, That's implausible. And and we meet, and turns out it's it's Elizabeth. I I think it's that, I think it's, that's what he thinks people interested in particle physics should look like. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> well, it it turns out um, it's Elizabeth Shue. She is telling the story of cold fusion, which she, it, it, the movie hangs a lantern on it. Oh, yes, everybody knows this didn't work. But I figured it out. I have a water bottle here that makes fusion, <laughs> she says, in a scene where it seems like she just came in from running. Because she's super out of breath. It's kind she's of a heart condition, Jason. I know, it's really weird. It's a very she's weird nervous. choice. Yeah. I know she's nervous, choice. but it's, well, it's, it's just like, and now we can uh, save the world uh, with this. And I'm like, what is, what is happening? But yes, she does. She has a heart condition that she has to take pills for. And also it's like, she's going in front of these, like, I, I think we're to assume that they're like doctoral level physicists or something and and describing this on a level that i can understand like really elementary school physics Mm -hmm. (laughs) like this is this is how you do it idiots (laughs) here you may be doctoral (laughs) students but you're at oxford but you know like you're not you're you know let me the let good album. Really let me dumb it down for you. you. Yeah. Live in a house with the bad atoms, <laughs> and uh, and then the energy is released. So yeah, that's uh, he he breaks into her place, and uh, again we got great Apple product placement. There's like a lot of floppy disks. He gets date off of her, her notepad. She's got little tiny pieces of paper though that is actually where her her uh, secret formula is, um, and. So he does the research on her interests and like her dad and and in in Shelley and he's looking at pictures and so he creates a persona to um to attract her and he's uh, already at the statue in the museum what drawing it when she walks in and they have their meet cute that he's obviously set up and that leads to this whole thing where uh he does a magic trick and they they, and they have some wine and two bottles south african who talks like mm-hmm. i don't know however he's feeling in one moment yeah unclear he keeps his money in his underwear yeah, <laughs> just, like, everybody just, in this movie keeps their stuff in their underwear. <laughs> yeah, his his inspiration for this came from doing Island of Doctor Moreau with Marlon Brando. <laughs> yeah, and he just went, "What would Brando do with this? He would go completely off of the deep end of the deep end, and that's precisely <laughs> what he did." Yeah, that was maybe his previous movie to this. So yeah, maybe so, maybe so. Um, I I do I like that scene where he he's like uh, I would like the very expensive bottle of wine. He says, "Sir, do you know it's so expensive?" He says, "Bring me two. And then he reaches into his underpants and he gets a billfold just up full of cash. and goes, "You figure it out." And that's uh, uh, you know he's, that, he, that character he's just taking the three details we have about that character it makes no sense. No. I'm a very romantic <laughs> sketchbook South African who keeps his money and his underwear gets drunk <laughs> like that. I picked four different four different. I think I think points. he's throwing all of the character traits at Elizabeth Shue <laughs> yeah. in hopes that one of them catches, right? It's great. I love like, it. I'm such a mystery. She's got to just be fascinated by what is going on here. Uh, Come yeah. on. If you saw that in a Tinder profile, you'd swipe right. Is that, good, is that the good one or the bad one? I don't know. I don't I don't know. <laughs> oh, um so okay, they're going to they think reality intrudes a little bit. There are um, there's an energy crisis in Russia. Um, they think that they're going to save the people who are currently freezing in Russia by quickly productizing cold fusion, which is just theoretical at this point and hasn't been proven. Yeah. It's a bit of a leap Bef- that the movie before takes. winter is over. <laughs> by the end, it's long in Russia. Yeah, by the end of this movie, cold fusion will be powering the electrical grid in Russia. Just it's that kind of movie. That's what movie this is. Um, let's see. So they they uh, they're a series of spider and fly puns that happen when he's communicating with his Russian contacts, and then he realizes that they're keeping him on the line because they're going to come and kill him and wipe the evidence. Uh, so he flees 
and we get a it's, we get a, Volvo. a car chase. It's quite There's, quite a brief car chase. Scotland Yard. He tells her he's a master of disguise, and that the that the there are uh, he uses uh, saints, and she tells him how to do his own job. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> that's what that's uh, what happens in here. But, uh, mm. Well, let's not forget two of my favorite yes, bits. Please. One where uh, <laughs> she's patching him up because he has stabbed himself to, you know, incur her sympathy. Uh, and she's, she's going to disinfect it. <laughs> he scares her, which is great for a woman with a heart condition. Yeah. Definitely yeah. scares him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah. That's a good move. Uh, and then uh, the other questionable thing. Let me let me pull, <laughs> pull people briefly. Anybody wear sweaters without shirts under them? I feel like that's a weird move. <laughs> it's a character. It's one of his character traits. Ah, okay. Oh, that makes sense now. Yeah. I mean, it it's, lines it's up. a South African thing. Uh, only if you're from a very specific part of South Africa. <laughs> well, to keep the money I mean, in your pants. It's, it's, and you can't keep it in your shirt because you're not wearing a shirt because yeah. you're wearing a sweater. I mean, I, I will say there have been times when I have worn a sweater without a shirt. But I can probably count them on one hand. I think he's he's just, it's his move, right? Then he takes okay. the sweater off and you yeah. think like, oh, well, there'll be a shirt. What? <laughs> yeah, skip right, to the, yeah. skip right to the main course, as it were. Mm-hmm. Startled her again. Uh, I, know, I noticed Aline wasn't object, objecting at that point. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't. No. So I've been. No, I, I was fine. Dan, totally plausible. Dan, you know this movie better than me. What happens next? <laughs> oh, I, well, this is another good moment because they go to, uh, there's a club in Russia that has rat races, cocaine, and a mariachi band. Now that's a good time. All right. <laughs> again, again with the troops. Rat races. And the rat race. Yeah, the like, rat races. I just. I just wanted the rats to be doing the cocaine, mm. and that <laughs> maybe that they were. We don't know that me. they weren't at, at the end. That's what they get See, if they win. I, I don't. I don't know how you can't say that this is a good movie. Okay, I can. I do know why, <laughs> but but it's got lots of things in it, like like yeah. the scene oh, yeah. with the with we the just rat roll races. Them all off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we also have the scene we have Vel- Velcomer impersonating uh, the the Russian uh, Tretiak. Uh, which, which is a fun which is scene. nice. Yes, there's an imposter. Get him out. Not me, fool. Him. But also, he does like a mirror thing too. Didn't we <laughs> miss the whole point where he's like, "Oh no, I'm falling in love. Oh, I'm yes. not going yes. to do this." Oh yeah. And then yeah. then he stabs himself. But then yeah, r- he right does before it anyways, he stabs though. himself, he's like, "What are you doing?" And he's yeah. he's acting so. Yeah. But he does it later too. He does it later himself. after after he they go back to the house. He he tells himself he can't do it, which is hence the he tries to cancel it. Uh, but he does it job. anyway because he gets the threat. You know, right? right. right. There's They're that conversation like, we're of gonna, we're yeah. going to come and get her if you don't do yeah. this. You know those subtle, more subtle movies where uh, you realize the hero is slowly falling in love with the other character, and then it, it, it's, wait, 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 wait. You're telling me this wasn't subtle? And they're very reluctant, <laughs> and they're like, you realize, oh yes, they really are having feelings, and this is going to reach a point, and it reaches that point, and they realize, oh no, what am I going to do? Well, this movie instead stops the movie at several points and says, I am feeling fair. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and that and that's how you know I, I that's say, how you I know find it, i find it kind of charming that they just sort of both throw themselves at each other because it is like mm-hmm. it is yeah like you said it's not what you normally see but they they both seem to be kind of <laughs> into it and i'm like yeah go for it man life's short yep um, we are both bizarre caricatures <laughs> of human life <laughs> Put together yeah. by some they- unknown screenwriting force, <laughs> we are willing to one another. Only you can make me complete. Yeah. Okay, but real uh, talk, they are both strange. Like, they yes. are both yes. super yes. strange yeah. people. Yes. And I don't want to skip over the fact that she's, she keeps her, her physics formulas in her bra. In her bra. Like, in little pieces uh, of paper. Yeah. In little pieces of paper. And then she tells him, and then she's like, why am I telling you this? And I'm like, yeah, you are like a <laughs> physicist with a top secret. I keep, <laughs> I, I keep paper she, in my underwear she, too. She <laughs> was, see, she, she was resigned to the fact that she was always going to be alone. And so the only place that was safe and secure was her bra. And now she wants to take her clothes off and she realizes, <laughs> oh no, my formula will my, come out. My plan, my brilliant plan. 
The uh, also let's point out that they make her wear some really terrible reading glasses in a scene in Scotland Yard. It's like I, you have to work pretty yeah. hard to make Elizabeth's shoe look anywhere near unattractive. And they're like, yeah, let's stick they, some they, they, reading glasses they, that are really weird. Challenge, challenge accepted. <laughs> well, those are the kinds of glasses that physicists wear. Mm, clearly, ah, good call. Good call. Yeah. in the nineties too. Yeah, let's not forget. Yeah. Is there a scene later where her best friend ha- gets her hair cut and takes her glasses off and then turns out that all the boys <laughs> like her? Is that oh, that's mm-hmm. the eighties? Sorry, uh, that's the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. also 2000s. And all, yeah, mm, yeah, all right. Well, we're right in between here. We're right in between here. Um, she figures him out, though. That, that's part of this, right? So she, the police don't know what they're doing, but but the she figures out, and so she she um, she goes to him, like in have Russia. There, have any saints flown to Moscow? Uh huh. And there you go. There were two. You know, that's she pretty. The odds yeah. were unlikely on that. <laughs> Yeah, but the one guy, it wasn't hit the guy, but this and, guy. And he's, he's like, wait a minute, someone's stealing my shtick. Yeah. yeah. That's- he, he is like, for somebody with his, you know, amazing skills, uh, even just before that, where he's like, oh, they're keeping me on the phone. Like, right. really? Really? You just realized that, huh? Like, because I expected at that moment that they would burst into some place that he never was, because of course he's too smart to have He's off a, his game. Because he's in love, He's Jean. off his game. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I knew this was an episode of Smooch. <laughs> <laughs> it really, I was thinking that the entire time I was watching the movie. Yeah. Take, um, take off your pants, I mean sweater. No more romantic right. line the, has ever <laughs> been uttered. The nuclear secrets are in the bra. Of course they are. Of course they are. <laughs> when uh, they were in the... Um, drink in the wine drinky place the cafe or whatever oh uh, yes and and he was like romancing her justin was like i'm taking Aline, notes I'm, <laughs> Aline, I'm sorry. I'm oh so, no i'm sorry but Aline. after watching this movie i too need to go to a wine drinky place <laughs> Aline, if you ever come into a room and justin is there oh. and he has a sweatshirt on you need to check you need to do a shirt check and make sure there's a shirt on underneath just you gotta especially be sure. If he's, especially if he's grown his hair way out like that. Yeah. Or has, <laughs> yeah. has a wig or is speaking South African accent. The other tip off is how comfortable does he look reclining on stone in leather pants? <laughs> because if he looks way Telltale. too comfortable, Telltale. something is wrong. Telltale. I'm I'm sitting on stone in leather pants right now. Mm-hmm. In a, wine dr- in a wine drinky place. In a wine drinky <laughs> place. <laughs> oh. That's what I call my office. <laughs> well, anyway, tragedy strikes because he drops her pills in the water in the frozen river and falls in the ice. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Well, we skipped over several things because they both get arrested. <laughs> oh, sorry. Car, and they have to break out of the car. Oh, you're right. You're right. Pocket boot. Thank you. Pocket knife in his boot. Uh, the the amazing pocket knife. Did. I will say later on uh, the pocket knife. I think gets better and better because it's like oh it's it's, yes. a, it's got like a lockpick. Oh, that's great. Oh, it's got like a camera now. That's pretty cool yeah. and a compass uh, and a compass. Yeah, and it's got a little light. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on, it, later on, it has an acetylene torch, which is my favorite yeah. bit. <laughs> that made me laugh. I, I, that made me laugh out loud because I don't think I realized when the first several times I watched this that that is super weird and basically impossible. Yep. But this time, I was old enough to realize, no, you can't do that. He's with that good, torch. He's that good. He's that no, good. I love on, that. I, I want an acetylene thing. torch here. I mean, wait, no, that's a cocaine spoon. No, yeah. it's like no, no. Doctor Who. I was gonna. Yeah, it's exactly. the Sonic screwdriver. Yes, it is yeah. the Sonic screwdriver. It yeah, does, it does whatever it wants. Yeah, I like, I mean, the, the, so when when Elizabeth Shue finds him, I do like that that her whole plan is basically, well, I'll get us both arrested. Ha ha. Um, but then he, you know, he they get out of it um, and are chased. And then, yes, he fl- he falls into the ice trying to save her her pills. And then they're in a really dire predicament um, and they end up in a is it a. uh I, I'm unclear about this part. If the whole, if it is a tenement where there are hookers, is that it? Yes, I think yes. it's a tenement yeah. where this young woman who lets them in, who happens to be a prostitute, okay. lives. Right, and I think there were other sex workers there too. Yes, right, yeah. but other, but there are other people, and we don't know what their but profession it is. Also is just but a, it's, yeah. it's a residence right. of some kind. Yes, yeah. So, sexy physicist Mr. Magoo and born <laughs> sexy yesterday spy thief man come across. The building full of sex workers with useful information. Yeah. 
they um it, and it, and it's an interesting thing where the bad guys come for them and they there's this kind of question of like they can try to protect them but the bad guys are going to offer money to say where just tell us where the um where the Americans are so they they hide but they're going to be given up by so some of these people are going to try to save them because they don't like uh these awful people but then they also offer money so there's a, there's this kind of like growing tension of where are they going to turn in and then the one lady is like Americans are here and then you know it all fortunately there's like a pole that they can slide down to escape so that's uh you know into the tunnels and and I'm glad that she said it in English so that they knew for sure yeah. that mm-hmm. she was telling mm-hmm. on them mm-hmm. yeah she wasn't just talking yeah. random yeah right. there's not a lot of russian in this yeah, a lot of instances in this movie of of russian no. russian <laughs> talking to other Russians in Russian and then deciding they're going to abruptly change to English just because. Well, yeah, I think the only actual Russian person in this movie is the guy who plays Ilya. I think most of the rest of them are, I believe, uh, Rade Zerbi. I can't pronounce his last name. He's, 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 he's Croatian. Croatian. Yeah. He's Croatian. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, most. And then there's a bunch of British guys, including his uh, lieutenant is the uh, the German, the Nazi chief from Last Crusade, the guy who dies and the tank falls mm-hmm. off the cliff, which is always fun. <laughs> I'm shocked at this information. Uh, I can't. Wow. What? No. Yeah. They're not all Russian. Yeah. No. Shock, Russian. It's, it's, <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's, you know, close enough, I guess. But they did let him film clearly some of it in Russia, which is, again, very 90s because Russia's like, yeah, we kind of need the money. (laughs) I don't know how they pulled that off other than shooting. So they go from from the tenement into a secret art gallery. (laughs) (laughs) This feels like it came from a different movie. Like somebody had that in the script. You know what was great? We should put that in. We should put that art in. <laughs> it does not make any sense. I love it. It's no, no, terrible. no. After the scene with the wine drinky place. <laughs> it's it's the sewer art gallery. It is. And she's like, are you here for the art? And they're like, no, we're actually escaping. She's like, well, I don't want any of that. And they're like, well, we'll pay you if you will take us to the U.S. Embassy. And she won't take them to the U.S. Embassy, but she will show them a water pipe that goes to the U.S. <laughs> Embassy, which is almost as good. That's service. Yeah. Yeah. You know. If you've got a blowtorch in your pocket knife anyway Which she can... does or are you just happy to happy see just it? yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. thank mm-hmm. you david uh yeah so so that that is a thing where they they can go two two doors down in the pipe that's how pipes <laughs> work right uh but it's shut it's shut down so they can only go one pipe down before the water gets in in a scene where you hear the water coming because they shut down the water sometimes for no reason and then in the winter and then I they leave that it's and then Russia. they and then they yeah. turn it on later uh f- plus or minus five minutes so you get this ticking clock, and I just want to say I've been very charitable to this movie, but the <laughs> we have to get out of this part of the pipe before the water gets us is one of the least suspens- suspenseful uh, ticking time bombs you will ever see in a movie. It's a lot of water, Jason. Yeah, they could they could be swept <laughs> they away. Might get very wet, except not because oh, yeah. not well, it's yeah. terrible water effects, but also just the. When they says like it comes on in five minutes, like give or take two minutes, yeah. it's like, oh wait, oh so they're good it, that we won't see that water at all. Uh, <laughs> not a chance. No. Uh, I mean, I, I I will give it points just for the ticking clock that isn't precise. Sure. Because usually it's like you know you've got ten yeah. minutes. I'm more I'm more uh, saying that the when they hear the water coming and they have to get out and they're supp- it's supposed to be very suspenseful yeah. <laughs> about whether they get out or not and that part is not no. suspenseful at all. Yeah. It's not. It's not at all. Uh, I do like, however, the, what happens in the next scene, right, Dan, which is where they, mm-hmm. they go out through the manhole cover and they're right below the car of the bad guys. Yep. yep. Yes. And you can tell he's been basically carrying around this cane for the entire movie, for essentially this for this scene where he holds <laughs> the cane and they're like, it's yeah. that guy. Right. Uh, yeah. So we have that. And we also have the, uh, he gets to knock. First of all, he he breaks part of the gas line so that it's venting gas in the in the in the sewer. And then he cuts the ga- the like fuel line on the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, just having gas leaking isn't enough. You got to add gasoline to that mixture. <laughs> gasoline leak, gas <laughs> leak. Please don't breathe any of that in. Lean link. Yeah, all of those <laughs> things. Put them all together. Could be bad. You just it need a flame. Just need- Where would you find one, Jason? Well, Where would if, you possibly have you, a flame? You could get your blowtorch out of your uh, uh, knife. Good thinking. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's good thinking. Uh, this is a fun scene, though, because he she has to basically run for the embassy gates uh, while he tries to distract them, uh, which mm-hmm. ends up being kind of a, a a fun moment because, like, Ilya just realizes what's up and decides to chase Elizabeth Shue and almost gets her. 
but it just gets her jacket. Damn it. Yep, uh, it's a nice jacket. It was a nice, I would just, just yeah. gonna say, it's a nice <laughs> jacket. I hope she got it back. I'm an American. Mm. Let me in. Open the gate. <laughs> That's how it works. If you run to any embassy, by the way. Yeah. If they see you running, they just open the <laughs> they gates. They open it. That's, that's, that's in, what in you would do. In 1997, anyways. <laughs> I, I think I feel like the, the thing that until he meets her that always, you know, that he, I don't think we've mentioned yet that he's decided that's what will finally make him happy is being a 50 millionaire. 50. Yeah. The reason he's never hit 50 million is because he keeps spending money on things like an acetylene torch that'll fit in a pocket. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what's really holding him back. If he would just let go of, of his need for nice things, he'd be fine. Did anyone else think so in 1997, I was like $50 million is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And in, 2021 i'm like 50 million dollars is like yeah it's a lot of money but it's not like a lot of money well he starts throwing around <laughs> billions later when he tells like yeah uh, Ilya, he's like oh i know where all the billions are hidden <laughs> you know the, the billions the more than millions <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. he tried millions before and that didn't work that so. didn't work yeah go up keep keep jacking it up um, I also enjoy that this is a scene where uh, they have a terrible line about playing Russian roulette in Russia, and it oh, made yeah. me think of Val Kilmer and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang <laughs> playing Russian <laughs> yeah. roulette. Because <laughs> in my notes, I wrote, "Who taught you math?" Because um, there's a six percent chance, as we all know. Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, Ilya ends up horribly burned from this. Oh uh, yes, have our, yes, he's oh poor guy. He's a, by the way that that actor I guess is a dancer by trade, uh, which I enjoyed. I don't think he's he's done some other acting. It looks like too, but I guess his background was a dancer. I love his hair. I don't remember ever seeing him in anything else, but he's, he looks great. Uh, and we have a whole subplot too with um, them trying to put the cold fusion formula together. He's got his overworked scientist, uh, and they're gonna like make a convoluted plan to basically take down the president. Uh, by making it look like right. he's invested this is, a lot of money in a scam. Yeah, this is like the double cross uh, backup plan, which is to make it look like since they couldn't get Cold Fusion to work and be an asset for them, they're going to make the president look like a sucker for investing in Cold Fusion, which allows Val Kilmer then B. to do the plan C triple cross where he gets the cold fusion to work after all, making the president look good when they were trying to make him look bad. That's yeah. the whole like three step process here. Yeah. Uh, and and again, it's like it's like a bad episode of Mission Impossible. Not even the movies, but the series. It's it's like, really? That's your plan? And it, it counts it, on it works. I don't know. It does. <laughs> it does, but it counts on a lot of coincidence. As we saw very convincingly, it totally worked in a realistic way. Uh, I enjoy the scene where he plays the cleaning lady planting bugs yes. because I feel like yes. if I were yes. the Russians, I would basically check every single person to make sure they're not Val Kilmer <laughs> right. at this point. <laughs> It would, it would be hilarious if every person was Val Kilmer all at once. Now, he, well, this is the thing. Him him doing the cleaning lady gag to me is is why this movie works is when you accept Simon Templar as Bugs Bunny in a Val Kilmer suit. Because <laughs> that's what he's doing. That's what this is. This is Bugs Bunny level yeah. gags in live action. We also get the great moment where the Marine is going to take uh, Elizabeth Shue to the airport and she's discovered that she doesn't need her pills because I guess love cures heart conditions because she has like a broken heart, right? Like it is mended. Uh, Get it? Come on. He completes her. Mm, No. Actually, this this scene got me thinking about tropes that don't play out in this in this uh, movie which is that nice mm. soldier who says I'm going to I'm going to protect you and we're going to take you to the airport and I'm thinking oh man that guy's going to die it's going to be really tragic <laughs> nope he's fine yeah, he's fine. hugged later on yeah. uh when well, it, it's all okay you know it, yeah, it might good. have because they did do reshoots right originally she was yeah. supposed to die the whole like I'm going to protect you thing is obviously a setup for a a some sort of attack that happens later where he dies tragically trying to protect her, but that doesn't happen in, in this movie. Of. It's no, no, he's, uh, he's he shows fine. up in his, uh, with his Southern accent now and his, yeah. <laughs> his goatee. Oh, yeah. August Christopher. Yeah, that's right. August I enjoy that. I... So, sounding suspiciously like his version of Mark Twain does. I <laughs> enjoyed that immensely. It's a little, have you tried my fried chicken? Because I guarantee... Fog, what, uh, <laughs> foghorn leghorn. But... <laughs> Why? Okay. I say, I say now, uh, this is my passport. <laughs> She's been working on this formula for so, 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 so long. 
And she's in she's in the drinky winey <laughs> well, place. He's been working on the recipe with the seven herbs and spices for so long. <laughs> Aline, she's been working she's on she's been working on it so long that she was originally stashing it in her training bra. Huh? <laughs> oh. Oh. But she's in there like fiddling with the formula, and then like two hours later, she's saying that she's cracked it, and then she, <laughs> she said she needed two hours. That's all. She and needed. then wait, no, 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 no. And then later on at the embassy, she's like, "No, I need two hours for this." And it's just like, did you crack it? Did you not crack it? Why did you suddenly crack it? Why were you messing with the formula? <laughs> those, the, her, her heart pills were suppressing her ability to solve it. She, she oh, was that over- makes sense. Oh, no, I got no, no, it. No, no, no. So yeah. You want to underpromise and over-deliver. Over yeah, yeah. Got that's, it. That's how this works. She, she was using the Scotty method. Scott, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, we also learned that he needs three miracles to become a saint, which I thought for years was the case. And I think it's actually only That's, two. I think it's two. Yeah. 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 It's two. Which, but they needed that yeah, three, two, three is a good number, right? <laughs> you want that three yeah. number. It's for screenplays. Not saints, his, but for screenplays. Yes. His move for getting out of this conversation with her is who's that man? And then he goes, <laughs> running away, running away. I'm gone. <laughs> Uh, I, I enjoy, but I, again, yep. he he sells it because he. I don't know. Yeah. It just kind of yeah, works. It works. Yep. It totally works. So they go. They oh. take. They take the. There's a great moment where the screenplay needs to get them inside the Kremlin. And like ah, there is a tunnel. Okay, and then they're in the Kremlin, which I thought was really good. Just like boop, mm-hmm. there, there, there they are, and they because they need to talk to the president, and they basically just he he's got a. He's got a, a an outfit on so he can just walk right into where the president of Russia is and mm-hmm. uh, close the door. <laughs> and they do eventually knock and the president's like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. Which you, you wouldn't check up on that, by the way, if there's like a person loose in the building. Yeah. You wouldn't like go in to check on the president. He says he's fine. No, but no, he's, he's fine. But the moment that, that really made me chuckle was when uh, Val Kilmer says to the president, I need you to admit what Tretiak accuses you of. And I thought to myself, I'm Batman because <laughs> it's very much that it's like you, you'll be accused of something and you'll want to deny it but instead accept it it's all part of my plan i'm bad well, jesus did the same thing to <laughs> yeah yeah val val you're in the saint not the shadow wrong definite article movie from the 90s yeah uh, that's it though that's that's the uh a, a, which leads to the triumphant moment where where uh our, our bad guy, light, a light bulb. No, ah, and then it, oh, but they're light. And then I thought, uh, oh, um, there are a couple things in this scene that are great. So yes, he can't even light a light bulb. And then it turns out that it it like the explodes, light bulb explodes and the light is <laughs> flying up into space. And anybody that's who's how, seen Chernobyl is like, no, no, that's really bad. Uh, when the light <laughs> when the light shines up like that, that's really bad. Everybody get out of there. Uh, it's very bad. Uh, but the other thing, there is a cutaway. This is one of those things where it's like, I know it's bad, but I love it because it's so bad. Um, there is a cutaway to the Americans who are watching and they all start applauding. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, why are they applauding? Yeah. <laughs> and it's because the movie wants them to applaud because they know that something That's good right. happened in the movie. But it's like, it doesn't make any sense that the Americans are like, <laughs> yay, it lit up. Hooray. No, it doesn't There's make any sense. Weird... Elizabeth Shue hugs the Marine. Yeah. Like, there was a whole yay. weird okay. round story where they're talking about like all the Americans having to get out and it's like really unclear. Why are the Americans being targeted? It's nope. very strange. The the reason the Americans are clapping is one of them started clapping and the rest of them I went, well, I guess we're just, supposed to start clapping. We missed the part where yeah. it was the slow clap, but we just caught them when they were already <laughs> fully clapping. It's just, I don't know. I just love that moment because that's a it's such a movie moment where you like you yeah. cut away to people who are clapping and then you apply a slight amount of logic to it and you go, that makes no sense at all. But like the movie, in movie terms, it totally makes sense. It's just, I why? <laughs> I do like the cutaway to the scientist who he has talked into solving the formula who didn't realize he wasn't supposed to solve the formula right he has that moment of like oh no i made it work which should be good (laughs) but now i am dead (laughs) or not (laughs) or not not. but if if tretiak goes to prison then maybe i'll be i'll be the head of 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 energy oh Mm. yeah exactly maybe maybe i'll have to Mm. be credited for inventing this even though i didn't invent it yeah, good news also, there's about 20 minutes left in the movie still. At this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good news. Yeah, because the, um, the, the really incompetent British agents oh my God. would really like good. Elizabeth Shue to report Val Kilmer uh, when she sees him next. Yeah. Um, well, and, and now that's one where it wasn't until the end credits 
when when it goes Inspector Teal. And I went, oh, well, they used a name from the books. Yes. Great. But you never hear it. And they're it's like, oh, and they're just David. Bad. David, let, let me say this as clearly as I can. None of us care about what's in the books because the movie is so uh, good. That's right. It made us forget everything we didn't know about it. Yeah, we we didn't we didn't need <laughs> the source I'm, material when the adaptation is this good. But I'm not I'm not wrong, right? Those those British agents are terrible oh, yeah, at their they're, jobs. They're very bad cops. They're, <laughs> they're very bad. Cops. They're basically dumb. make yeah. Instruct, Inspector Lestrade look pretty pretty reliable. <laughs> I was about to bring up Lestrade. I was like, yeah. Inspector Lestrade is is like Sherlock they're Holmes like, level compared to these How guys. will we find him? You could look in for saints. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So here they're yeah. like, if you see him, let us know because we can't find him anywhere, but you, maybe he, you'll see him and you could tell us where he is and then we could get him. Like, okay, yeah. Well, great. blimey, Gov, yeah. where Good you reckon right. we go find a list of saints names, eh? Who would have <laughs> such a thing? Oh, so she's about to give her big uh, presentation and uh, and there he is. Uh, he does the little uh, little voice of the the guy with the comb over and the and the bad teeth, and she's like, "Oh, that was you." And he reveals, "Well, I didn't know you were beautiful. I was dressed like an ugly person, <laughs> thinking that I would charm an ugly person. But instead, I had to be a beautiful person to charm a beautiful person. It's really your fault." Um. Yeah. Anyway, they she she professes her love, and, and, and then, that's and miracle number da- three. Then Dag, then Dagwood and Blondie went off into the sunset. Yeah. Yeah, she's gonna give it. She's gonna open source Cold Fusion. Mm-hmm. Well, um, also, for, don't forget, <laughs> she has her equivalent of the kiss and the rose. She leaves a note and a pin. A pin. That's, that's her. Oh move. yeah, the f- pin. And it's the saint pin. The famous. The famous the, pin. The saint logo. Just the laziest way to integrate that. Even I know that oh, that's the saint God. thing. Yeah, and it's the laziest way to integrate <laughs> that in the movie. She um, had it for years because her dad was the saint. Clearly, that's how it works. Oh, well, it, was, it was a gift from her Catholic school days. It's like, mm, don't care. <laughs> it's just the saint. Still just don't do care. It. Still don't care. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I hate to admit how much I'm enjoying how angry David sounds. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, is nothing sacred? I, I, there are I'm, worse yeah. saint adaptations. This at least is entertaining. <laughs> um. Uh, well, I've got to go away now, though, because the police are out to get me. Um, I'll find you. You found me. And he's gone. Shoo, he's gone. <laughs> um, but he makes her laugh in his uh, goofy getup and runs off, honks a car with the custom horn playing the theme song from the same TV series, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yes. that yep. pissed me off. Yeah. Turns Leslie, on the radio. Leslie actually wrote that, too. And Roger Moore, uh, who played the saint in the TV show, <laughs> is on the radio going, oh, an update about the missing, the code fusion with the whatever. Mm. I don't care. It's a cameo with Roger Moore's voice. It's, and, it's exposition cameo. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah, that was it. That was the end of the movie right there. <laughs> Dan, is there a mid credit sequence? Yeah, uh, he yeah. gets recruited by Nick Fury to join. <laughs> uh, no, uh, the the, the mid credits, well, the mid credits went over a bunch of people's heads because it, it brought back Sally from Coupling, who was not convinced that Cold Fusion could right. be a thing earlier in, in the movie. In a single line uh, from Sally. From yeah, it, it set up her whole spinoff. I see. Uh, Nick, Nick Fury that, is recruiting him for the happening. Saints Initiative, where it's all yeah. people named after saints. Mm, that's a good move. <laughs> also, I will point out they they briefly use I, one of the first things I knew about this movie. There is a theme song done by the uh, techno group Orbital, which mm-hmm. I, had I had on the a, single. I, I had the that album. Single. I had the CD version Ooh. of that with the album, which is nice. uh, uh, pretty great. And I also know yeah. uh, the score for this movie is by Graham Revel, who also did the score, I believe, for The Crow. Uh, I like this score a lot. Yep. I own it uh, yeah. for it's many years. Score. It's a pretty solid. The, the score. score to this movie is really good when not underscoring other <laughs> yes, music. The, do not get the soundtrack. The soundtrack is bad. The score is good. <laughs> yeah, huh. that's interesting. I, I, I honestly, the, I found the score kind of kind of overdone and corny at so many places. I and I didn't really pay attention, but Graham Ravel, he also did the. The scoring for Until the End of the World, I believe. He's done a lot. He's done a lot. Yeah. There. That's the saint, though. The saint. The canonical version of that character. (laughs) (laughs) Jason, let me me pose a hypothetical. I mean, Kilmus, Kilmus has given us so much. 
could could it be that Kilmus is finally leading to its own spinoff that we could have 90s dad thriller cr- club? We have old movie club. We have all these other series. I mean, I, I, I just I I relish the idea of being able to trash the horrible CG in Air Force One. <gasps> Example. I'm here for Air Force One. I love. Yeah, I'm here for 90s dad movies. Yeah, we did Air Force One on not playing last season because I had never seen it. It, Anytime you have Harrison Ford pointing a lot. Yeah, I, 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 again, I. That's a better movie than this movie, and I kind of love that movie. But also, I love what it is, which is a '90s dad thriller. It totally (laughs) is. Totally is. It's like it's a good movie to watch after you've got after you've golfed. Movie, (laughs) right? It's that kind of a movie. (laughs) In in, In a double feature with the firm. Right. When, yeah. When you, when you run yeah. when, when you run out of Kilmus movies, we could just do a month of dads on plane movies. Where Air Force One, Passenger Fifty Seven, sure. um, always been something on else on a plane. Yeah. So, uh, Moises, I don't. To answer your question, I don't know, but I believe that a Kilmus anything is possible. <gasps> it's a that's truly miracle. that's truly the third miracle jason yeah well that's, we just have to we just have to wait for val kilmer go. to take off his sweater and see if there's anything under there <laughs> let's know there isn't what have we learned from the, um from the saint what what did we nothing good <laughs> what did we <laughs> I, I again i'm just gonna say it like if this if this be a good bad movie then so be it i i have yeah. i i really yeah. kind of enjoyed how how ridiculous it I, was <laughs> Jason, I, I didn't give an opening statement, so I, w- I would like to give. Yeah, a, would you like a to do it now? Because at Kilmus, <laughs> no, opening I, statements can happen no. anytime. <laughs> yeah, I would like to do an opening statement right. in the in the form of a closing argument, which is, <laughs> I wouldn't say that this is a bad movie. It's a dumb movie. It's, it's an incredibly <laughs> dumb movie. And cite, citing my colleague, uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, Mr. Morin, uh, earlier, uh, Your Honor, uh, here put this I, wig I would on. Posit I, I, I would posit, oh, I'm, I'm allergic to the powder. <clears throat> uh, I, I would posit that that, uh, that this movie knows how dumb it is and uh, lets us know how dumb it is early on. And it is up to us to accept, uh, Your Honor, do we love this dumb puppy of a movie? <laughs> and I would say, yes, Your mm-hmm. Honor, we love this dumb puppy of a movie, which we don't need to watch once a year, but maybe once every 20 years <laughs> isn't so bad. <laughs> That's fair. I, I I would like to ask a question. One of the classic Kilmus traditions, the asking yeah. of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, what direction do you think that Val Kilmer and Elizabeth Shue were given when they were told to kiss or when the script indicated that they needed to kiss? Because <laughs> they were hung- hungry? Not very much. <laughs> yeah. I just cannot... Here, slightly miss one another's lips. Yeah. Keep missing a lot. It's like you're trying to merge your faces. Faces, Well, it's, it's, Aline, it was kiss, but don't forget to still keep your good side toward the camera. Like, we need to be able to recognize you. An actor, an actor kiss. That's just instant. Actor kiss. Yeah. Elizabeth, so, uh, so, no, uh, Val, we need your eyeline over here, and Elizabeth, yours over here. But, well, then we can't see where our mouths are going. Eh, that doesn't yeah, matter. Like, what matters is the way that your faces are pointed for the camera angle. So just make it work. And okay. we definitely need to see your tongues. Like, mm. make oh, sure those God, tongues yes. are visible. That's yeah. how you know. That's how <laughs> yeah. you know they really love each other. <laughs> yeah. So they're just, bad. They're cats grooming one another. <laughs> they're, 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 lizard, they're lizard people in attractive Hollywood actor suits. <laughs> They've got a they've got a taste like snakes. Uh, Please don't end it on that. Someone no, no, no. Well, so 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 what I would say as a fan of the Saint, yeah, I mean it's a fun dumb movie. It's okay. The Saint has survived other things. I would love to see one done in period with Tom Hiddleston. He would be perfect as Simon Templar. But I'm excited that they're doing a new one coming soon. With uh, Regé Jean Page from Bridgerton, with a script by a theater friend of mine, Kwame Kwe Arma. So that might actually be really good. We'll see. Regé Jean Page uh, doing the same as, si- as is, Simon Templar. Yeah, it, it mean well. It means that a lot of people are going to watch it, no matter what it is. Yeah, 
So so I hope it's good. And also he's very talented. I trust I trust him. I trust Kwame. You know, we'll and see. having watched Bridgerton through a couple of times, I can also say confidently he's very good at removing clothes. Yeah, yeah I'll so be okay if he does much enough. He, He's oh much mind. better at removing clothes, in fact. He will also have no shirt on, on under that sweater. So That's right. No oh, no. That's right. That's that's a whole saint thing now, thanks to this yeah. movie. Oh yeah. It is. They're gonna have to pay homage to the uh They've they've added to the canon. Mm-hmm. Anything else about the saint? Just no? glad that we got it in under the Kilmis window. Oh yeah, because right. I, I this is my override. Uh, probably this and Batman were my ah uh, were my ah. overriding uh, Val Kilmer like like growing up with Val Kilmer uh, experiences. Because like I don't think I mean I didn't really see Top Gun until much later. Or real genius. I think I maybe saw part Tombstone. of Tombstone. Tombstone is so good. Uh, I, I, I just saw that for the good, first yeah. time recently. Um, so yeah, I don't. I missed a lot of Val Kilmer movies, and so for me, this well, is like one of the iconic Val Kilmer movies of like my youth. Uh, and I have a very fond, you know, fond memory of it. And it's like you said, it's not a great movie, but it's like kind of fun it's and fun, stupid, yeah. and it's got some camp yeah. to it. So I, I enjoyable. Val Kilmer visits himself upon different people in different ways, Dan. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> this is this is my third favorite Val Kilmer film after Top Secret and Real Genius. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. No, no love for the Doors here because I thought he was, he was yeah. really good in the Doors. I've only seen it the one time, but uh, he was really good in that. Well, you know, I mean, Kilmer stretches on and on and on. So we got we got plenty of opportunities. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up, but we're we're gonna do it in a very special way. I need each of you to put on a wig. And say goodbye. Already there in your best uh, accent of your choice, in honor mm-hmm. of the saint, David J. Lore. Th- uh, th- thank you for being here, David J. Lore. <laughs> to to reference something else that came up during the show, I thought Kilmus only came once a year. Gene uh, McDonald, uh, thanks for being here. A. Eh? <laughs> Yeah, I want to go to rot heaven. <laughs> uh, hello, mate. Moy says Chuyon. Thanks for being here. Uh, the cold fusion was inside our hearts the whole time. Aline Sims, <laughs> thank you for being yes, here. Yes, I finished talking. <laughs> Just can't. Bye. beep boop Dan Morin thank you for being here friends countrymen Russians thanks Jason okay (laughs) where was that going nowhere Uh, Nowhere. and thanks to everybody out there thank you for celebrating Kilmus with us uh, on this uh, for all who celebrate Kilmus thank you for joining us and uh, this ends I believe technically this ends our uh, our broadcast podcast year. So uh, we'll see you next time uh, where we will tell you what stuff we've been catching up on. But until then, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>